how do I know that I know that I know that this is the gospel, that the charisma of Jesus Christ is being proclaimed as authentically today as it was all the way back in Paul's time? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Every Knee Shall Bow, your weekly Catholic podcast on evangelization, discipleship, and really just anything we feel like. I'm Dave Van Vickle, and I'm joined via his his car right now with Mike. I drive a little too fast, but I like it. Gormley. Gomer. <laughs> Gomer, how you doing, man? How you doing? I got to give you a nickname oh, today. Well, let me tell you, you should have called me Michael. Happy birthday, Gormley, because oh. my birthday was on Memorial Day, and it was really oh. beautiful. All the people holding up signs saying they'll never forget my birthday. I think that's what never forget meant. Oh, I'm sorry that I forgot it. I did that. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I, I spent uh, all weekend at my buddy's ranch, Thomas nice. Yeager, our nice. good friend. Yeah, we had a blast. So I had my family on four-wheelers off-roading the whole time it was awesome oh that's awesome that's awesome what about your summer are you wide open or are you just doing tons of video stuff uh none of the above um so well i shouldn't say none of the above so uh great group that man is you has invited me out to record some sessions for their men's stuff next uh semester so i'll be recording that on friday which is going to be like the first drive to event i'll be doing all summer that's cool. I um, It's funny. Uh, I'm doing the Wyoming Catholic Men's Conference, and they emailed me saying, can we talk about your content? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I never dreamed this was still on. So I'll be there in August, and I'm excited for that as long as it doesn't get canceled. So I guess we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Hey, uh, we have an awesome email today. Somebody emailed you um, about, well, he, well, he's not even Catholic, right? I mean, you set it up. Go ahead. Set up the email. Yeah, yeah. So this is one of the things that me and Dave talk about when we talk about your your website and your online content is the fact that it is 24-7. It's always out there. It's always open. And you never know who's going to come across. So one of the things that I always try to do is proclaim the charisma inside of everything. This has been a staple of the show. I talk about it all the time. I give you examples. But I want to kind of flesh out what this guy did. So he went online. He was just searching for stuff. And he found my SoundCloud account, soundcloud.com slash amdgomer. He found it and he found my inclusion classes that I record and post on there. And I've been doing it for about six semesters. I'll get most of the classes uploaded. And he said, I, I listened to the entire uh, thing, every single one of the sessions, which must have been nauseating after a while, just repeating it. But um, he said, this is driving me into the Catholic Church. And uh, he said the thing that linked or that um, linked me into it was the papacy, and so I wanted to show really quickly how I view the papacy and the charisma because a lot of people will talk about like you know the the papacy and they go to all the proof texts of sacred scripture, um, you know Matthew sixteen, Thou art Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and you know they go to the Luke passage where Jesus says. Um, you know, I have prayed for you, so when you have repented, you know, turn and strengthen the brethren and all this stuff. But my favorite go-to passage about Peter is the role he plays in safeguarding the charisma, and the whole idea with it is St. Paul talks about in Galatians chapter 1, 
that, you know, he experienced this revelation from Jesus Christ. He changes his life. He goes into Arabia, the deserts of Arabia, probably to Mount Sinai to kind of understand the relationship between old and new. And then he preaches for three years up there and then eventually makes his way down to Jerusalem. And the reason why I love it is in Galatians chapter one, verse eight, he says, who's bewitched you? Right. And I think it's verse six. He says, who's bewitched you to believe a false gospel? And he's like, even if if we or an angel from heaven preached you a gospel different than the one I preached, you should be or that person is accursed. And the word accursed is where we in the Catholic Church get the word anathema. The Old Testament word is the ban. Like literally in the Old Testament world, this is like someone who could be killed. Right. We would say today, modernly, someone who was excommunicated. And I just said, you know, in the in the Protestant world, if you have a doctrine that breaks away on salvific issues, you go and start your own church. You develop your own theology. You're a Calvinist. You're a Lutheran. Right. You have all these different subcategories and schools of theology. But if St. Paul is saying even if another apostle, even if we or an angel from heaven right, to preach to you another gospel, how do I know that I know that I know that this is the gospel, that the charisma of Jesus Christ is being proclaimed as authentically today as it was all the way back in Paul's time? And Paul gives you the answer. Paul gives you the answer. He says he went to Cephas, those reputed to be pillars, and he laid down his gospel before him so that he might not have run in vain. And when you start to look at St. Paul had multiple visions, revelations given directly by Jesus to Paul. Think of that power. Think of that glory that Paul had. Even all of that, Paul submitted to Cephas or Peter. Cephas is the kind of the Greek transliteration of kepha, which means rock in Aramaic. And so you start to see this and you realize that even Paul, after years of preaching the gospel, submitted his gospel to the authority of Peter so that he might not have run in vain. And so when preaching the charisma around people who have spent their whole lives, evangelicals dedicated to preaching the gospel, I show them that the Catholic Church is the home of the charisma, even in her bishops and her papacy and all that stuff. And uh, that's one. And so he now is being moved to convert because how the papacy safeguards the basic gospel message. I love it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's and it's one of the one of the beautiful aspects of our faith that we can we can honestly rely on the truth of what is proclaimed as far as faith and morals go from the Holy See, from the from the chair of Peter. You know, this is a it's a beautiful and important part aspect of our faith. You know, whether you whatever you think about the Pope or whatever you you know, whatever popes we go through. Nothing has ever been proclaimed that was against the truth, that wasn't true, you know, and it's it's a beautiful thing that we hold on to. And uh, it, it's it's the promise of the Father, right, that the Spirit would guide us in all truth. It's it's awesome. So welcome. I, I hope he I hope he continues listening and I hope he uh, takes that step to go into RCA and come into the church. Yeah, that's my hope, too. And, you know, with our Lutheran brothers and sisters, there's so much that we share um, so much that overlaps, but also there's so much history and animosity that right. um, I've come to discover that a lot of conversions within Christianity, it's what uh, Freud calls the narcissism of minor differences, right? It's the actual getting past the 2% where we disagree and 
most of that disagreement is deeply rooted in emotional stuff and historical baggage. And once we can show the charisma rooted at the heart of every major doctrine teaching, uh, I think it, it makes the way even easier for evangelical brothers and sisters. So once again, this is Gomer reminding you, put the charisma at the center of everything. Yeah, every uh, single doctrine. Every highway, think. yeah, every road leads to Rome. And in this case, Rome is the death and resurrection of Jesus. If you can't find a way, make a way from whatever you're talking about to the dying and rising Lord. So, yeah. Amen. This has been a, a super quick episode of Every Knee Shall Bow for uh, uh, Memorial Day week. Sorry, it wasn't longer, but that was packed with content. And it was, uh, I, I mean, I know I benefited from it. So we hope to see you next week again. If you want to ask us any question, give us any feedback, you email us at eksb at ascensionpress.com. Uh, we're going to hear a little message here from our, our wonderful people uh, who, who sponsor us. That is Ascension Press. And we'll be right back with just one practical takeaway. Two thousand years ago, Jesus Christ chose corrupt, broken, imperfect, sinful men to be the foundation of his church. And because these broken, imperfect men chose to remain in relationship with Jesus, they became saints. And they were used by Jesus to transform hearts and minds two thousand years later. I invite you to check out my book, Broken and Blessed where you'll find practical tools to overcome habitual sin, to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, and to walk with an imperfect church toward a perfect God who is calling all of us to perfection over time. To order the paperback book or audiobook, Broken and Blessed, visit ascensionpress.com or Amazon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's our practical takeaway. What I want for you to do, and we've done this before, but I think it's still money. I want you to take a doctrine of the church and tie it to the charisma, but not yep. just any doctrine. I want you to find an obscure doctrine. I want you to take the anointing of the sick. I want you to take right something that that is, you know, maybe a moral issue, maybe um, or or oh, here's a good one: solidarity with the poor. Take that and tie that to the charisma. And what you can do is as you begin working, you find that this is not an exercise of just creating connections where they don't exist. You keep finding ever deeper connections. All right. God bless y'all. God bless. Have a great week.